Hey friends, before we hop into this episode of the Lead With People, Not At Them series on the Speak With People podcast, have you heard about the Leadership Collective? This is an absolutely free ebook that's available to you at speakwithpeople.com slash leadwithpeople. This is a leadership companion guide that's just filled with 37 different leadership principles from leaders from around the country who poured out their insights and their wisdom to help all of us grow and become authentic and healthy leaders. Make sure that you go and download the Leadership Collective right now at speakwithpeople.com slash leadwithpeople. And don't just stop there. Send that link to a friend so they can explore and grow in their leadership as well. Thanks. Now for this week's episode of the Speak With People podcast. Welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz. I'll be your host for this last and final podcast episode of 2023. Oh my goodness. Can you even believe it? 2023 has come. We lived it. We've gone through it. And now it's over. So today we are airing this final podcast of 2023 as a outro, as a wrap up, as a finish up to the Lead With People series on the Speak With People podcast. Well, hey, before I get much further, we here at Speak With People believe that healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships, for your life, for your leadership. And when you choose to speak with people, you breathe life into them. You lift them up. You give them hope. But when you speak at people, you suck the life out of them. You tear them down. You do not give them hope. And so we really hope that our time on this podcast encourages you, invites you, inspires you, challenges you. I mean, really gets you to kind of step outside of the ordinary and do something with your communication and your leadership to really choose to communicate in healthy ways, to value healthy communication by speaking with people, not at them. And then by leading with people and not at them. So hopefully our time today, our time on every episode of this podcast will do just that. I just want to say thank you before we hop into today's uh, today's content as we finish up the Lead With People series. Thank you. I, I can't tell you enough how grateful I am uh, as the host of the Speak With People podcast for every single time you listen, for every single one of you who've pushed that little subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or you listen on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Google or Amazon, wherever you listen. And then I can't thank you enough for leaving a review I can't thank you enough for sending it to a friend, for posting it on your Facebook pages. It just means the world because the more times you do that, the more people it will hopefully help and affect and change and propel to do greater things with their lives. So thank you again. All right, well, I hope you have loved this Lead With People, Not At Them series. I've got to know what you think. So email me, jason at speakwithpeople.com. Really, right now, go to your phone, go to your computer, go to your iPad, whatever it is. Email me. Jason at speakwithpeople.com. And just tell me, what do, you, what do you think about the series? What has helped you? What hasn't helped you? Who do you wish we would have interviewed? What do you wish we would have covered? Uh, what areas were great for you or your team? I, I just, I'd just love to know. So thank you again for making sure you do that. And leadership is so terribly important. I mean, it really is everything. If you want to uh, do something great in your life, you're going to have to lead. 
everything rises and falls on leadership. That's what Dr. John C. Maxwell says. And I 100% agree with Dr. Maxwell, but I'm going to change it up just a little bit. I am going to say everything rises and falls on healthy leadership. Because here's the reality. We can be unhealthy leaders, and we can be very effective. We can be very unhealthy. We can, you know, get people to follow us. We can influence people in a negative way. They'll follow, they'll, they'll lead out of fear. Uh, we'll, we can lead out of control. People will do what we want if we're manipulative and we're hardcore. But I think everything rises and falls on healthy leadership because it's the leader who chooses the healthy path that will ultimately win. Because at some point, all of that unhealth will catch up. It's like a, just a giant snowball. And it may be really slow. Part of the reason we did this series is because I've, I've worked for two organizations over the last 26 years that I just think epitomize the leading at, the leading at philosophy and the leading at culture. And when you work for a place where the leadership leads at you, <laughs> it, it wears you down. It, it just drains you. It sucks the life out of you. You're always looking over your shoulder, your eyes twitching. You're wondering when the next shoe's going to drop. You're wondering when the next person's going to be fired. You're wondering if it's going to be you who's going to be fired next. And so maybe just a word of hope to those of you who work in that type of organization. There's another job out there for you, and you should leave it. You should leave that organization. Now, for some of you who like feel called to help make it better, I don't know if it's worth to fight sometimes. Uh, I don't know. And so if you feel absolutely called, stay and fight. Tr try to influence. Try to impact from inside. Try to steer it a better way. But if you try and, and you can't, then it's just going to suck the life out of you. I don't, know how, I don't know how else to say it. And so 15 years ago, I worked for a, a place that I had just dreamed of always working for. And after four years, I feel like... Uh, it, the culture stole my life. The culture stole my life. I worked 75, 80 hours a week. I was not compensated fairly, but I, I loved it the first couple of years. I didn't mind working the 80 hours a week, the 70 hours a week, whatever it was, because I just it was such a dream to work there. But over time, when I realized that this was a, this was an abusive place, uh, there, was a, there was a power abuse going on. And people led through fear. They led through control. My eyes were opened. My eyes were opened when I started an MBA. I never, ah, I, I probably don't need to give the caveat. I didn't finish the MBA. But when I, when I started the MBA, my third class was on leadership. Sat down. You can actually see it right behind me if you're watching the YouTube. There's Primal Leadership by Daniel Goleman. This is a must-read must book for every leader. Must-read book. 100% you have to read it. And my eyes were opened that semester. Uh, Tracy Cantonori was my professor for 20-some years. She was uh, the, the executive assistant to the CEO of Motorola. Like, quite a, quite a role. And then she went on to get her master's and did lots of teaching and then took different roles in the organization and has trained and coached just tons and tons of people. But that book wrecked me. That book wrecked me. It absolutely changed my life for the positive. Because my eyes were open to the power abuse. Uh, the power abuse, when you lead at people, when you lead at people, uh, you, you lead them through fear and control. Now, you may not say you're leading them through, you may not even see you're leading them through fear and control. 
But uh, <laughs> it was just obvious to everyone around me that that's how we were being led. And that book opened my eyes because that book says, wait a minute, you don't have to lead that way. You can actually tap into people's positive emotions. You don't have to tap into their negative emotions to get them to do things. You can tap into the positive emotions. And when you tap into the positive emotions, there's such great synergy and joy and happiness and productivity goes through the roof. You don't have to lead through fear and control and manipulation and leading at people with an iron fist. And so part of the reason I want to do this series is because 15 years, I feel like the life was sucked out of me. And it took me years, five years, seven years, 10 years to get it back. It was just amazing. It, it was just amazing how horrendously difficult it was. Uh, and then once I left, you know, I left on my own, then just rumors spread and Jason did this and he did that and he did this. And it was, it was an awful season. It was just an awful season. And the people that I worked with, uh, I'm still close with. We still talk. They, you know, we still have that relationship. But uh, because of that that power abuse, we kind of had that in common. So if you're in a position where you're in that type of a company, get your resume ready. Like start talking to people. Tap into your network. Get out of there. Find a healthy place to go to. Don't stay another minute. And let me just say this before we hop in to uh, just just two of the things. And what I want to answer, I just want to, I kind of want to just give you this. How, how to truly lead with people in 2024. That's what I want to talk to you about today. How to truly lead with people in 2024. You have so many ways to lead. I'm just going to give you, give you two suggestions and end 2023 on that. But let me just say this. If you're the boss and you have gone through employee after employee and employee after employee and people are afraid when they're around you and everybody is a yes person, you got to, you got to take off the rose colored glasses. You got to do something. You got to wake up because you can't, you can't keep leading at people this way. Okay. I got off on a little tangent there, but I, I want to hop in because we want to, we want to finish 2023 looking at how to truly lead with people, how to truly lead people in 2024. The world has changed. Uh, we now have four different generations working together. The Gen Zers and the millennials, and the Gen Xers, baby boomers. We all communicate differently. We all have different ideas. We all have different dreams. It's absolutely amazing how different everybody is. But even in the midst of all of that, the age difference, the generation stuff, I think there is a right way to lead, a right way to lead. And that is to lead well, well, where you breathe life into people. When you walk into the room and people aren't bummed you're in the room, they're actually turn alive because you came into the room. You can actually lead in a way that encourages people and you, you drip enthusiasm and joy and truth. And so if you want to get to that type of leadership, I just, there are two steps, two steps. Step number one, stop leading at people, okay? Enough already. I don't understand why there's so many jerk leaders on this planet. Why are there so, I, I like to say it internally is why are there so many at holes, right? We say speak with people, not at them. Well, why are there so many at-holes? Like, why? You weren't born with a license to be a jerk and to treat other people like a jerk and to put them underneath your thumb and to kind of build your own little kingdom. You just weren't born that way. You weren't born with a license that says, hey, I can be a jerk. So stop leading at people because when you lead at people, you're a jerk. It's just how it is. It, it may be, you may come across as a nice guy, but as people kind of get closer and closer and closer, 
they can definitely see the facade. So just a couple thoughts to stop leaning at people. Get manipulation out of your life. And, and this is tough because, oh, shoot, I am a manipulator. I can manipulate with the best of them. My gift is words. My gift is speaking. It can be as powerful and it can be as negative. And so I've got to definitely always challenge myself to stay on the positive side. So stop manipulating people. Stop talking down to them. I wrote this on Facebook the other day. If you praise people, but that praise is surrounded by little negative jabs, right? A boxer has this great, you know, move called the jab, right? You know, they're, they're ducking and weaving and then they jab really, really quickly. If, if you're, you know, box, if you're sparring with somebody vocally and you're giving them some praise, but then all of a sudden it's surrounded by little tiny jabs, I guarantee you they may hear the, they may hear the praise, but they'll never believe it. They'll never believe it. So enough with the negative jabs. Enough with it. Just stop already. Uh, another way you can stop leaning at people, stop with the unclear communication. If you <laughs> leave a fog wherever you go, if your team's always huddling up in a corner going, what, what are they thinking? What, what is she thinking? What is he thinking? What do they really want me to do? If you go you know, around the chain of command and you're always communicating to people that, you know, other people have to find out through different channels. Like it, it just, it's, it's leading at people. If you have to be right all the time. Now I get there's personalities and you want to be right and all that kind of stuff. But if you have to be right all the time, if every idea has to be yours, or if you take ideas and then you take credit for it, uh, or if you're the boss, if you go through many, 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 many staff, if there's just continued turnover, that organization I worked, worked for, I told you about 15 years ago, the supervisor that, that supervised me went through People, person after person after person after person after person. And everybody always had a good reason to leave, but it was always veiled on the inside as I just can't take it anymore. I got to move on. And so stop going through so many staff. Care for them. Uh, another, another thing to look for if you're, if you're leading at people is uh, your people just serve you. You just want everybody to serve you. I, I worked for a different organization where when we went on trips, uh, they would send a staff ahead of time to get the director's hotel room ready, make sure their coffee setup was there and all their drinks were in the fridge. Now, hey, at the end of the day, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if I, if somebody were going to serve me that way, wow. But come on, like we all put our pants on, you know, one leg at a time. And if you're a two-legged person, shoot, that's incredible. But stop leading at people. Stop leading at people. Uh, we've got this great resource. It's not going to be free forever, but it's called the Leadership Collective. It's an ebook with 38 different leadership principles. It's a companion guide to help you navigate healthy leadership. Download it. Go to speakwithpeople.com slash lead with people. Lead with people. Read it. Listen to the whole Lead with People series. Go back through and listen to them all. But at the end of the day, you do not have to lead at people. So if you're going to truly lead with people in 2024, Stop leading at people. And then secondly, just start leading with people, okay? Lead with people. Lead with people. Choose healthy leadership. Choose healthy leadership. And in order to do that, starts with this. Be obsessed with your team's success, okay? Be obsessed with your team's success. Say it with me. Be obsessed with my team's success, how can you, as the supervisor, how can you as a team leader, how can you as the C-suite leader, how can you as the VP, whatever you are, 
or I'm just a teammate, and I, I still want to be obs- obsessed with my team's success. I think there's a couple ways you can begin if you don't even know where to start. One, uh, create a document. I call it my people clarity document. My people clarity document. Create a document. You can do it in Google Spreadsheets. Do like four different sheets. The first sheet will be all of their primary information, their name, their spouse's name, their kids' names, their birthday, their spouse's birthday, their wedding anniversary, you know, all, all the pertinent stuff that's, you know, their work anniversary from when they started at your company, you know, all that stuff, all, all of that stuff where you got to really know the people. If you want to be obsessed with them, you got to really know them. And then the second sheet, do as, as much of their favorites as you possibly can. Find out their favorite coffee. Find out their favorite drink. Find out their favorite fav- favorite fast food restaurant. They, favorite gift, you know, where they would love to get gift cards from. Uh, find out all that kind of stuff. Because as you build the kind of culture that people want to stick around, uh, you're going to keep building a great culture by being obsessed with their success. And being obsessed with their success means you know them. You absolutely know them. And sorry, this is just a pet peeve of mine, but <laughs> it's not your family. People say it all the time. We're a fa- we're a family. Okay, you could say it's your work family, but at the end of the day, uh, families don't fire each other, right? Your work can you can fire somebody, but at the end of the day, just build the best culture you possibly can. Be obsessed. Be obsessed with all things that make them tick. Uh, the third the third sheet, do every single gifting uh, test that you can. Know their Enneagram. Know their ENFJ. You know, know their uh, Meyer Brig. Know their Strength Finders. Know their Working Genius. Know their, you know, all of that stuff. Know absolutely all of it. Uh, and then the fourth page, the fourth page, fill in, you know, any, any other detail stuff in there. If you know if they have a favorite place they love to volunteer, if there's something that means a lot to them. And I tell you what, if you start there, that will help you be obsessed with your team success because you will know them. You will know them inside and out, inside and out. Okay, (laughs) here's another one. Uh, Get to the place where your team is annoyed with how often you encourage them. Dun, dun, dun. Like, wouldn't it be amazing if your team was annoyed at how often you encourage them? Here's, Here's my premise. My premise is, most leaders are running on a quarter tank in our encouragement tanks. We get five times more discouraging comments to us every single day than we get encouraging comments. And for some reason, we, we think it's like a, like a badge of honor, you know, like a toughen you up. Ah, skip that crap. That's for the at-holes to do. Encourage. Now, it's not to say like if somebody messed up or somebody didn't hit a deadline that we should praise them for that. But we could also be realistic and we can say, hey, okay, what, what led into you not hitting the deadline? How can we course correct this? What are we going to do to get the project done? You know, all those kind of things. But look for ways to encourage them. If you think of an encouragement, tell them, text them, call them, do it right away. If you are in a position of leadership where you have one-on-ones with your team, this is your chance. This is your chance. Say the things to them. Look them in the eye. Speak those powerful words because... Great things can come from it. Great things can come from it. And then I'm just going to give you one last thing to think about. You just got to create a culture of serving, and you have to model it. You have to model it. And this is tough because uh, the person who cares about serving doesn't care about being number one. They don't care about 
having the biggest platform. They don't care about being on the top of the York chart. Even though all those things may be true, they care most about serving everybody else and helping the team succeed. And so look for ways that you can serve your team. That's leading with them, leading with them. You don't have to lead through fear. You don't have to lead through control. You don't have to lead through manipulation. You can lead through joy and trust and authenticity. You can choose the healthy way to lead. You can lead with people. My friends, 2023 is over. It is over. I know you got huge things ahead in 2024. I can't wait to celebrate them and celebrate with you. A couple things before I fully leave you. One, are you in our Speak With People community group? Like, what's holding you back? Come on, get in. Like, we're, we're trying to celebrate each other. We're trying to grow as leaders. We're trying to spur each other on. So make sure you go to Facebook, search Speak With People. You'll find the community group. Come on board. Or go to our website, speakwithpeople.com. Go to resources. You'll learn how to get in right away. It'll be awesome. Have you ever left a review of the podcast? No, really. Like, come on. Would you please leave a review? Would you, you know, go to Apple or go to Spotify, hit the little five stars, and then just write, you know, something that has been meaningful to you about the podcast? Really would appreciate it. It would really mean the world. Uh, and then three, I'd, I'd love for you to consider working with Speak of People in 2024. If you are a leader who wants to invest in your communication skills, we have our public speaking coaching package, which is nine weeks. It's either weekly or biweekly. And we go through what we've written called the pathway. It's a step-by-step -step guide to becoming a more effective, confident, captivating communicator. And I guarantee you, like you will improve. We'll, <laughs> I'll push you to improve. Uh, if you're an HR person, you lead a company, you're a VP, would you consider hiring us for our healthy communication skills training? We'd love to come into your company, either virtually or in person. And we could do a one hour, a half day, or a full day, and we could walk people through the essence, the importance, and the practice of healthy communication skills and how that can change their leadership, your team culture, your clients' culture is just amazing. If you're a conference event planner, I'd love to speak at your conference. My keynote talk is speak with people, not at them. Who doesn't need that, right? We all need to learn how to communicate in healthy ways. If you're a leader who's looking at how do I get my life on track, we have a life co coaching package. So we have a bunch of different bunch of different opportunities for you. So I can't thank you. Thank you so much again. Man, 2023 is a great year. 2024 is going to be five times better. I look forward to hearing your success. Can't wait to celebrate with you. Thanks again, and we'll see you in 2024.